My dear Miriam, this is the first role I have ever had, and to be quite honest with you, I would not be sad if it were my very last. You cannot mean that. Miriam checked herself, realizing she had overstepped her place, returning her attentions to pinning up Camille's hair into an elegant chignon, using the heated tongs to add delicate curls that framed her face. Camille, still gazing forward into the mirror, smiled at her, noting the flush of the skilled maid's cheeks in the looking-glass. I can, and I do, ma chérie. This may look glamorous, may seem to be a dream life, but it is hard work, and there is just too much sacrifice one must make for it. The longer I have played this single role and have been here in this one place, the more I have longed for it to be at an end. I am not sure this was ever the dream I had for myself, or one I simply tried to achieve in memory of my mamma. But you have the most sublime voice, and you are so beautiful, Miriam enthused. The impresarios in Europe did not think so. I am a star only here in America, only in Providence. I doubt I would be able to find work in New York or Boston, even in the chorus. She wished it were not true, but in some ways, It was a comfort to know that she did not have what was required to be a real star. It meant her life was her own, and she now knew that such a simple thing mattered greatly to her. "'Miriam, could you please pass me my brown gown?' Camille said, standing up. "'I have to meet with Mr. McCain this evening for supper. It is his favorite,' she said, indicating that it was time for this conversation to come to an end. She liked Miriam, but she was only a maid and not her friend.' Camille did not want to let her guard down any further and admit her longing for a husband, a family of her own. It was a secret she did not dare tell a soul, not here. Should anyone find out, she may never find work in opera ever again, and that was not a door she was willing to close until she had something to take its place. Miriam busted out of the room once she had assisted her to dress. Camille sank back down at the vanity mirror and began to apply her makeup, feathering her eyebrows and lashes with coal, and reddening her cheeks and lips with rouge. She patted her hair, carefully tucking away any loose strands, and then stood. She looked at the image staring back at her from the looking-glass. She was tolerably pretty, but her life gave few chances to meet honorable young men. She took two paces to the rail where her coat was hanging and pulled it on. She pulled a scrap of paper out of her pocket and stared at it. A gentleman of Montana seeks a young woman with a view to matrimony. The subscriber has spent much of his life traveling, and longs to find a partner with which to finally settle down and make his home. The respondent should like reading, writing, and enjoy the company of good, honest people. The subscriber is a man of modest means, but enough to provide a comfortable home and a few small luxuries. All inquiries to Box 325, the Matrimonial Times. She had perused this advertisement over a hundred times since she had recklessly responded to it some weeks ago. She had begun to despair that she would ever receive a response to her letter. She laughed bitterly to herself as she screwed it up into a ball and threw it away. Whatever had she been thinking? She should have known that her bad luck would follow her here, and would affect every aspect of her life just as it had in Paris. She couldn't even attract a man who was so desperate for a bride that he advertised for one. She picked up her parasol 
and swept out of her dressing room and into the grand foyer, where Mr. McCain stood waiting for her. He smiled at her, genuine affection in his eyes. She held out her hand for him to kiss. He bent his silver-gray head, and she felt the brush of his neat beard as it grazed her skin. You look radiant, my dear, he said softly. She nodded, suddenly feeling awkward for the first time with the man who had become her mentor and friend. There was a gleam in his eyes that had not been there before, and she couldn't help but be concerned as to its meaning.